Hello, and welcome to Dialogue in Dermatology. I'm Dr. Todd Schlesinger, your Editor-in-Chief. We have another exciting podcast for you today. We hope that you enjoy. Welcome to another episode of Dialogues in Dermatology. My name is Remy Hamill. I'm a third-year dermatology resident at Washington University in St. Louis. It's my pleasure to be speaking today with Dr. Ivy Lee and Dr. Lilith Garibian about innovation in dermatology. Dr. Garibian is a dermatologist, a physician scientist, and assistant professor in dermatology at Harvard Medical School, as well as the director of the Magic Wand Initiative at Massachusetts General Hospital. Dr. Ivy Lee is a board-certified dermatologist in private practice in Pasadena, California, and a former virtual Magic Wand Fellow. Dr. Lee advises early-stage startups in digital health. Dr. Lee and Dr. Garibian, welcome. Thank you so much, Dr. Hamill. Thank you. Let's start by discussing your 2020 paper in Archives of Dermatological Research titled Innovation Interest Within Dermatology, a Needs Assessment for Novel Thought Processes. Can you start by telling us a bit about what led your team to perform this study? There's been an absolute proliferation of innovation and startups in the healthcare space. And it's been mostly led by business and engineering colleagues. And this has highlighted for us a practice gap among clinicians and specifically dermatologists. And so what we wanted to do with this study was to actually survey the landscape and assess the needs to hopefully identify either knowledge or research gaps among the dermatology community and basically gauge their thirst for innovation and the skill sets that it contains. Neat. The respondents of the survey included attendees at the Advancing Innovation in Dermatology Forum, as well as a broad group of resident and attending dermatologists. What is the Advancing Innovation in Dermatology Forum? Yeah, so that is actually an annual conference organized by Advancing Innovation in Dermatology, which is a nonprofit organization aimed at bringing together all the stakeholders to promote innovation in dermatology. So it's an opportunity for all of us to come together and learn and participate in the innovation process. And so you talk to these groups, the residents, attendings, the attendees of the forum. What were some of the main findings of the study? Yeah, so interestingly, we were able to find a major gap when it comes to education and biomedical innovation. In our study, we showed that only 13% of the clinicians who responded to our survey said that they've received formal training and education. And about 76% uh, coming from all levels of training of clinicians said that they're very interested in a formal training and education. So there's definitely a gap and also an interest when it comes to learning biomedical innovation. And you noted there were some significant barriers to innovation. What are some of these barriers that you noted in the study? There was no surprise that a major obstacle to clinician-led innovation is the lack of time, which we've all been acutely aware of this past year, but also the lack of formal education about the process of innovation and our own ability to be part of that process and to lead that process. What we wanted to do was to get a sense of what dermatologists could 
foresee as potential obstacles so that we could either tackle those or address those with further research and further curriculum development. And one of the key findings that we have a turnkey solution for is that formal education and that formal curriculum, which was a wonderful way to really offer a solution to those interested dermatologists. That's wonderful. What are some of the resources where interested physicians could look for training and innovation? Thank you for asking that, Dr. Hamill. The Magic Wand Initiative is a wonderful program that was founded by Dr. Gribian and Dr. Rox Anderson, and it is offered and really opened the world in terms of innovation and design curriculum to dermatologists. This has been incredibly useful in this past year where virtual learning has been not only a common you know, learning environment for children, but also for all of us who engage in lifelong education. And so I would recommend that people look to magicwandinitiative.com where we describe the curricular pathway and the innovation process. And that is a hybrid of not only virtual learning, but also in-person and synchronous learning. And we are also hosting a VMX session at the upcoming virtual annual academy meeting on innovating for impact. So we talked a little bit about what the clinicians participating in Magic Wand Initiative could expect to learn some of the time commitment. It sounds like it's all going to be virtual going forward. Is that correct? Yeah. So let me just comment on that a little bit. So we do have a virtual Magic Wand program. The VMX session, which we will have at the AAB is a virtual, but there is opportunity for specific institutions to sort of start their own magic wand initiative within their own department. In that case, like they could actually meet in person and work on problems together as a department. So this initiative was really started and it was designed by clinicians for clinicians with the vision to empower and educate clinicians on how to identify and solve medical problems through innovation. And by doing so to become leaders in biomedical innovation. Because Remy, if you don't know the process, you know, you're not gonna participate in it, even though you want to, right? Maybe you found a good problem that you wanna sort of solve in your clinical practice, but if you don't know the process, then it's hard to participate. And that's what we wanted to change by designing this program. Neat. And you mentioned the website. Can you say one more time how dermatologists who are interested could apply to the Magic Wand program? Sure. So they could visit our website, www.magicwandinitiative.org. So currently, the application process for taking virtual Magic Wand fellows or dermatologists is closed. But... And highly encourage people to follow us through our social media, LinkedIn, Twitter, or Instagram accounts, so they will know when our next session is. And we also will be doing a lot more virtual teaching so that they could learn some of the conferences we will be participating in and take part and stay engaged with us. And Dr. Hamill, once we are allowed to have in-person meetings again, we will have in-person events where we can either network, socialize, highlight this process, and also host hackathon-like gatherings for interested dermatologists as well. 
Neat. That all sounds perfect. I wanted to also discuss two other related articles, one called Increasing Clinical Faculty Engagement in Problem-Driven Research from JAMA Dermatology in 2017, and another titled A Strategy for Empowering Clinicians and Increasing Innovation, the Magic Wand Initiative from the Archives of Dermatological Research in 2020. Can you summarize from these articles the idea behind the problem-driven innovation? Can you give a little more granularity to the magic wand innovation pathway? Yes. No, I would love to. So the first one that you mentioned, the JAMA Dermatology paper, was one we published where we described the whole process of how this pathway or this framework of teaching innovation takes place within a department. And I highly encourage people to read it. I understand and recognize that problem-driven innovation by physicians is not a new concept, right? Like this has existed for years, but there are barriers that have made that engagement very difficult for most clinicians. So knowing that we redesigned and we developed a more clinician-focused pathway of innovation in which the three major steps starts with the clinician. And those three major steps are really, the first is to to identify and define the unmet need, which clinicians could do really well because we're faced with problems every day while we take care of patients. The second step is the screening of the needs and brainstorming, which again, clinicians could do really well. When we do this brainstorming sessions, we invite all the clinicians within our department to participate. So even if you're somebody who hasn't found the problem but wants to help screen the problem, you have the opportunity to participate. And the third major step is like brainstorming and putting together what we call specification sheet, which lists all the criteria that an ideal solution should have. And again, clinicians could do that really well. Um, So this kind of really sets them up to be the lead person in this process. It also helps us identify and understand what are the know-how tools and research faculty expertise that they need to go on to solve this. And through the Magic Wand program, we connect them with our research faculty so they could work collaboratively in solving this. In addition to that, I think what's unique and different about our program too is that we introduce them also to the other stakeholders in this innovation pathway. As you know, you know, there's intellectual property, regulatory expertise, industry expertise for making up a business model if you do want to take this product to market. So Remy, we also make sure that our clinicians get input from other stakeholders in the biomedical innovation pathway so they can understand how to take this product to market to help patients. And our collective hope is for dermatologists to walk away knowing that innovation is critical to advancing care for our patients in our communities and that we are natural problem solvers. And we have the curiosity, the creativity, and the empathy to lay that lays the foundation for innovation. And this is just developing those skills to empower them to identify opportunities in whatever work setting that they find themselves in 
that they can then really understand the needs from the patient perspective, from the payer, or from the health system's perspectives, brainstorm solutions, and then iterate on that. And to do that in a way to scale their impact, to advance the care for patient communities. And I think this past year, especially with the global pandemic, it has exacerbated the epidemic of physician burnout. And in doing so, it has also gifted us the opportunity to reflect on our professional and personal lives and kind of redirect towards more fulfilling and joyful facets of ourselves. We are not immune to burnout as dermatologists. And we think that this innovation education can, can not only benefit our patients in terms of providing better care, but also benefit ourselves in terms of finding and restoring that joy and autonomy in our workplaces. Mm-hmm. And that encouragement of innovation has led to some really interesting projects that you highlighted in those articles. Can you tell us about the first Magic Wand brainstorming session and what are some examples of the problems that those participants and Magic Wand using those innovative pathways has addressed? So if you read that last paper in the archives of dermatology, we mentioned some of the success stories, which there are many, but I will try to mention few. So one of our clinicians identified the lack of objective cellulitis diagnosis as an unmet need. And we worked with her through this Magic One initiative pathway to define the need and to make a specification sheet to devise few strategies of how she could tackle this problem. And infrared thermography imaging was one method we thought she could use to differentiate between cellulitis and pseudocellulitis. So we connected her with the research faculty to work together and they developed a device that they're using now in patients to help with objective diagnosis. So they're doing human studies now. So everybody benefits from this process, even though it started from the clinician, the research faculty also benefits and ultimately, of course, the patients benefit from this. I also want to say that another example, which really came into importance during the COVID crisis, we had a virtual magic wand fellow, Dr. Aditi Sharma, who participated in the program two years ago. She's a resident at UC Irvine, and she learned this whole innovation process and applied it during the crisis to find a new way of making personal uh, protective equipment for healthcare workers. So she worked with the engineering faculty in UC Irvine and created a reusable and re-sterilizable masks and face shields. And this story got a lot of coverage from LA Times and she even ended up getting a big award as a dermatologist from a major national medical society. I think this examples show that clinicians are very capable in identifying the problems and working collaboratively to bring new solutions. The cellulitis work, I wanna say that the cellulitis problem, which is highlighted in our publication, was identified by Dr. Daniela Krasinski from our department. And as many of you know, Dr. Krasinski has been a pioneer in evaluating and proposing a solution for the 
significant burden of disease that cellulitis and pseudocellulitis poses on our emergency rooms, our urgent cares and outpatient clinics. And it is with her leadership where she really dissected that clinical problem and then brainstormed and then iterated to develop this device that looks at skin surface temperatures and thermal imaging to aid in that diagnosis to also make sure that we are not wasting scarce healthcare resources for um, cellulitis when it's not. Thank you for the examples. They obviously have made a huge impact overall on multiple facets, both the physician, the industry, and the patients. Has anything in your approach to innovation changed since it was first founded, since the Magic Wand Initiative was first founded in 2013? What have you learned over these past several years? I think the major thing that changed since 2013 when we first started this program within MGH is that when we got requests to take this program out of MGH and like into other departments, into other institutions, we created the virtual Magic One program, which allows residents from all over US to apply and learn this process through a virtual platform. And we were very fortunate to have the opportunity to expand this program to Europe. Last year, we received support from Leo Pharma to expand our program to teach this process to European dermatologists. And we will be launching that program this year. As with our the innovation curriculum that we are you know, dispersing and disseminating, we're also continuing to iterate as well. So we seek feedback from previous participants and also the partnering institutions to see how we can best customize this curriculum, what works well, what doesn't work well, and how can we support this habit of innovation beyond the curriculum? And how can we create cultures and microcosms of innovation wherever our former participants are? Another new thing is that we have developed blueprints of how this program could be expanded and replicated within other departments. So with support from Advancing Innovation in Dermatology, we are piloting out opportunities to take this program to institutions like UMass Department of Dermatology, Vanderbilt Department of Dermatology. I think other programs are seeing the benefits of getting clinicians involved in this innovative process. As Dr. Lee mentioned, we have now evidence that it helps reduce burnout, which is really a huge thing nowadays. So we will be expanding this programs to other department of dermatologists. And if a dermatology department outside of the ones that you mentioned wants to participate, do they also apply through the Magic Wand Initiative or how do they go about getting engaged with your group? For interested parties, they're always welcome to reach out to us. We have our contact information available on the magicwandinitiative.org and we are easily accessible there and hopefully we'll be able to meet in person at some point soon. Looking forward to that. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Lee and Dr. Garibian. Any key points that you'd like to highlight for the listeners to take away from our discussion? So I would say that I think as clinicians, we really have to understand and value the power we have. We're faced with problems related to patient care daily. 
and we should reframe and look at problems as opportunities to have an impact, to find a way to harvest those problems, define them and work with our research faculty to solve them and bring it back to clinic to advance patient care. Thank you again. And again, for those interested, the Magic Wand Initiative can be found at magicwandinitiative.org. And you can also follow them on social media. Thank you again so much. And thank you everyone for listening. Thank you, Dr. Hamill. Thank you, Dr. Hamill. We hope you have enjoyed this edition of Dialogues in Dermatology. This is Todd Schlesinger, your Editor-in-Chief. For more podcasts, including bonus issues, check us out online at the website of the American Academy of Dermatology or through the Dialogues in Dermatology app. You can now also sync your subscription to your favorite podcast app. New podcasts are released each week in addition to our monthly JAD podcasts. We hope you enjoy these new options for listening to Dialogues and the increasing content for your listening pleasure. Thank you.